and the chances of you getting just car washed, I'm going to say fairly slim. Chances of you getting car washed. Yep. What's that mean? It means you're just you're just inundated with wet and maybe not soap. <laughs> but uh, anyway, a lot of people to uh, that we've met, great guys from Elite Golf West. He's long. I'm hitting nine iron. Mm-hmm. And ball just carried. Yep. And I'm long. So neither of us are on the green. No. So we'd go to Southern Death Playoff. Sudden. What did I say? Southern. Southern. We are in the South. <laughs> I should give that to you. <laughs> I just like it, Kern, how he goes, and we went to Southern Death as opposed to doing it in Michigan. <laughs> You talk. He's a color analyst. Yeah, he's got plenty of time. Look, I, how I never prepare for this, and I'm the color guy in our little radio. Well, that's show. evident. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I if I could speak well, I I would, I would be okay. Mm-hmm. He speaks better than me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, literally, it was there was, it was nothing. I mean, they could have kept scoring if they wanted to. This is the same team that SMU beat. No, they beat SMU. No, no, SMU S- beat them. SMU's three at home. home. They yeah. beat SMU. Okay, no. so it was close. I know it was no, close. SMU won. SMU, SMU won. won. Yeah, I know it was close. 17. Don't oh, derail them. That's the one I was there. Sorry. Don't derail me. Hey, morons! I told you I want to watch the hockey game now. Cut the golf sissy crap and finish up in there. Well, good morning. It is 8.02 on Sports Radio 1310-967, The Ticket. Going on 26 years, you got the tee box. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosengard. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Got the issue out. You should check it out because there's a lot of good stuff in there. Eli does a really good job. Eli Jordan does a really good job putting everything together. And uh, we're also sponsored by Ideal Golfer. We can still get around at Cowboys for a mere $99. That's over half off. If you wanted Lake Arlington, too bad it sold out again. But you can't get Turtle Hill up in Munster for $19. Well, that Lake Arlington, you talk about something that always delivers. Mm -hmm. They sell out every time. Every single time. And through this weekend, you still get a stay and play down at Horseshoe Bay. You can go as a single. You can bring somebody down there with you. You'll get the round of golf, and they can go spa up or do whatever they want. And that's for 189 or you can play, uh, get a twosome down there. Both go down there and yeah. play around a round of golf for a mere uh, 249 So check it out. It's all at idealgolfer.com. We also have our Cowboys tournament coming up October 20th, or is it the 10th? It's the 20th. 20th. Okay. Uh, check that out as well. You can buy that on Ideal Golfer. Uh, we are at the greatness of Crest Cars today. It's the last Saturday of the month. It is September 28th, and when it's the last Saturday of the month, they have smoking deals. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tease. I have stone cold awesome lock deals that you have to get. I have eight cars, okay. trucks, SUV slash. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you at the and then coming out in the next break. They're so good you want to stay and listen. Interesting. I'm guaranteed. Right. Guaranteed. That is a tease. 
All right, uh, don't forget uh, Crest Cadillac, Crest uh, Volvo over on 75 between uh, Parker and Park in uh, Plano. Those uh, Volvos are doing really well. They're selling like hotcakes. Uh, out here we have Killer Kellison filling in for Kern today. Good morning to you. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Craig. He's all OSU'd out. I he am. is. Who are they playing today? K-State. Ooh, tough game. Yeah, it'll be Could fun be. tonight. It'll be a good game. Guess yeah. who's going to that game? You. Nope. Oh, Jay. Jay King? Yep. As soon as I leave the studio. Are you an alum? Uh, I'm a fan. My granddad played there. Really? What did old granddad play? What what era was that? Uh, 61 through 64. Not bad. What did he play? Uh, linebacker. Tough. Good man. All right, that is Jay King. He's the one that comes up with our opens every week. Good morning. Which are, which are great. <laughs> I always forget. You know, whenever he plays them, I'm kind of kind of bracing just a little bit because I'm not quite sure what the heck we said the pr- previous week. Well, you know, we kind of <clears throat> we have to go so far over the top to get on the Friday morning e-break. Yeah, the bar set high. The bar so set so high. Well, you so. said it there. You're the man. You and Norm are the one who put that bar so high. Perhaps. But now it's if you if you're not going to come close to Norm, we're not going to put you on the anus. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, so now you get to hear all of our e breaks every Saturday morning and the week after. Not bad. So not not bad. bad. So good morning to you, Jay, and also Samuel Hale doing tickers twice an hour. Where have you been? Ask uh, the man sitting next to you. He's the one that makes the schedule, not me. Okay, where's he been? He's been doing tickers later in the day. Just last rotating. Week. In, yeah, last we week. want Sam back. No, I like Jay. Who was the guy we had last week? Zach. Zach. Zach was okay, Cab? but I like yeah, having. I liked him. I like having. Like I like Sam. having a steady team. Sam's had no. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a nomination. Does <laughs> Jay King not get Rookie of the Year at the ticket this year? He's working on it. He's he's heading that way. He's just got to show up on time. <sighs> Damn. Oh. Really? Um, I knew that email was about me. <laughs> I didn't get that email. We don't get those emails anymore no. when they're chastising half the station and everybody's trying to point fingers. And yeah, yeah, you got to be on time, buddy. It's the one thing I learned in college, in business school, is you don't want to be you don't want to be uh, late and you don't want to be too early. Oh, Five if you're 15 minutes, minutes early, you're on time. If you're on yep. time, you're late. I would think so for your job. I would think See. so. Yeah, or just stop showing up it. entirely. Just give up. Yeah, I could do that. Well, we do know that our, our show is, we're, we're now coining it the Ticket Trampoline, because everybody starts on our show, and then they springboard up to greater and better things. So, you guys both have a, have a legacy to uphold, and uh, it'll be nice knowing you at some point. <laughs> or we could be one of the first to springboard down. Never know. No. I'm not going to say Certainly on the board. I'm going to say Sean Certainly Bass was, I think, the first ticker guy that I that we had when I started. Mm-hmm. And he's forgotten us That's right. so far. I mean, he's so far up the rung, with mm. the rung, the ladder. The, the <laughs> There's one, Jay. Starting already. Already yep. marked. <laughs> not even out of the fir- not even out of the intro uh, yet. All right, let's get this thing started because we're already hot. It's 8.07 on the ticket <laughs> T-Box out of Crest Cars today. We will lay out the show next. And Craig says he's got some stone-cold sales out here you want to be aware of. Yes. You want to buy a new or pre-owned car. Next on the ticket. 8.14 on the ticket. Good Saturday morning to you, wherever you may be. This is the T-Box. I'm Rick. That's Craig. Killer out here engineering at CrestCarsToday.com. And that is uh, right off 121 and the tollway on the north side of 121. 
and they'll have hot deals all day long, and they have some really good food units. We're looking forward to uh, whenever Killer fills in for Kern Engineering. Is, oh, I get the, I get Paloma's breakfast. So, but you have some hot cars before we get into this great show today. Um, yeah, I do. Okay, so <clears throat> if you wanted to come out here, you're going to get a, a deal. But if you're going to mention the tea box, if you want to peel back the or pull back the curtain of of a car dealership. Mm-hmm. When you have a thousand cars on the lot, yeah, there's always a couple that kind of just are sitting in the back that they're lonely, don't get noticed. They are lonely, and they and so the longer they've been on the lot, mm-hmm. the more you want to get them off the lot, sure, because you're carrying costs, right? You mm-hmm. Dealers, car dealerships still need to pay pay interest on them. So I went back to uh, to Darren, mm-hmm. who's the internet sales director, and I said, "Okay, give me your smokingest best deals." And I've got the list right here. You can see the age report of the mm-hmm. cars. And so he's got five QX80s, Infinity QX80s. The big ones. May have been, I used to own one. May have been one of my favorite cars I ever owned. It's my wife's favorite car. Fifteen grand off Whew. these five cars. Zero miles on them. Wow. Well, they might have three, but they're brand stankin' new. And he came back and he said, you got to see Darren. You have to see Darren. If you come here, you might get six grand off. Okay. If you see Darren, you get 15 grand off. Mention T-Box. Mention the tea box. Here's the kicker. Comes back to me, goes, I've got five Escalades that can do the same deal. Nice. 15 grand off an Escalade, a brand new Escalade. You can be a baller. Got to see Darren. Got to say tea box. Nice. Tea box. And we have some Volvo bits going on. You can get an S60 T5 Momentum for a mere 295 a month. It's a nice car, really nice car. And an X, uh, XC60, that's their midsize SUV, a T5, all-wheel drive momentum for four fifty nine a month. That's a great car, mm-hmm. really nice. So check it out. It's at Crest Cars. Uh, that was brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp and their one membership. You know, they just took over uh, Craig Ranch. So if you're looking for that kind of rota in there, they're, they're part of it. And uh, if you get a one membership, you can play any other course. I'm li- I'm digging my one membership. Yep. I use it. It's pretty cool because when one course is being under renovation like Las Colinas, you have your pick of the litter. Try Do whatever it. you want. Killer, you're a, you're a golfer now. You have a one membership? No, I don't. You I should, go to Bridalwood though. I you should get you should get a one membership. Yeah. Definitely should. Yeah, you're a big guy now. Yeah. yeah. You're, big wheel. You're like a manager and <laughs> you're like a manager, <laughs> executive VP of programming. You are a staff or something. Something. All right. 8.30, we'll get in the leaderboard. We'll tell you how Tony Romo did. Interesting scorecards for an amateur. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised at one aspect of what he uh, achieved. And uh, that'll be it. Uh, and then at 9, 8.50, we'll talk about him and his, did he hold CBS hostage? Or do you think CBS kind of knew this was going to be sure. a great publicity stunt because there was no way he was going to make the cut? We'll talk uh, about that at 8.50. By the way, did you see the guy... Talk about interesting scorecards. He was at a one of the lower level PGA tours. Shot sixty three without a par. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Have to find a pull that up. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I like scores like that. Uh, Nine ten. Craig and I are both in the same boat in one aspect, and that is we are taking care of our kid's dog. And <laughs> uh, wow, just stay tuned for nine ten. And then at nine thirty. More controversy with the quality of golf balls 
Something huh. that I never would have ever been aware of. When I get a golf ball, a brand new golf ball out of a sleeve, the last thing I think about is, is this defective? Mm-hmm. I never think about that. But we're finding more and more of those things kind of happening. So we'll talk about it at 930 and should we be worried about it. And then we'll mix with uh, Country Force uh, today. But first. Cartel Force. Cartel Force, that's right. Ryan and Ty this time. So the other day, <clears throat> Craig and I uh, were reviewing courses for the best of public uh, issue in November. we got to get high on that because uh, it's a good time to do it. The weather's been decent. The courses that we think highly of <coughs> yep, should be in good shape. Mm-hmm. There really shouldn't be any, any issues at all. So we went out to uh, Torrey Teen. Looked good. Looked good. They've yeah. really improved. So one thing we try to do, because we usually play grab-ass golf. We mm-hmm. usually, we're not usually playing for a whole lot. We barely keep score. We're just we're trying to get through. In like Two hours and 25 minutes. That's our goal. Because we just want to see the course. In fact, we don't even need to play every hole. But, but we do because we're fir- usually first out. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, as long as it, what we do is if one of us hits a really bad shot, we just move on. Yep. Let the other guy finish move on. Mm-hmm. So Craig came up with a pretty good uh, bet. And I, just something to keep us engaged. And what I liked about it, we'll explain it here in a second. What I like about it is you can be having a really bad stretch. You know, you're doubling, you're picking up and all that, and you're not necessarily out of the bet. Yeah. So explain it. So it's one point for longest drive each in, hole. In the fairway. It has to be in the fairway. On the par threes, one point for closest to the pin, greenies. Right. you got to hit the After green. After you hit the green. Mm-hmm. Which you, I was closer on one of the holes, but I was just off the green, and you won. Mm-hmm. Dog. Hey, it's all about inches, baby. And, yeah, it's true. And um, a point for any junk, Sandy's, green, um, you know, chip-ins, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Hit the ball in the water, make parts, so yeah. whatever. And then three points for a birdie. Yeah, we originally said five, and we said, nah, because we're not going to get that many birdies. And that's going to be a, a game changer. Yeah. yeah, so three points. And, and amazingly enough, after two rounds, we tried this. Where did we try it at the other place? Oh, it was Irving. Yeah, Irving Golf Club. And uh, we haven't had a birdie in two rounds. No, I think that's one of the functions of also us playing two hours and 20 minutes. We had so many opportunities at Torrey Team. We both played pretty well. Yeah, and couldn't make a putt. We couldn't make a putt. We'd be... 10 feet for birdie and <laughs> four feet for par. <laughs> right, right. But what's cool about it is we got to come up with, uh, there was something else we needed to, oh, uh, greens and reg. We need to put that in next time. But if we do greens and reg, it's going to slow us down, I think. Why? I don't know. Maybe it won't. It's <laughs> emphatic. It's not going to slow us down. We're okay. ju- we still got to hit a shot. Right. You know, right. and we're aiming for the green. Right. It's not like we're aiming for a layup or anything like so that. So there was a little controversy. Okay. Again, I I actually have beaten Rick by one point each time. Mm-hmm. And on the 16th hole, actually, I had gotten out to a sizable lead and you came back, but I won by one, and on the 16th hole, mm-hmm. I chipped in for par. Right. Chip in's junk, but we never spelled it out. Mm-mm. Got to spell out bets. So, I was I was scratching my head. I said, "Really? I don't know." Yeah, I mean, I mean kind of junk. But I didn't kinda. have to spell out what everything is junk is. But you know, um, but you allowed this one last week. I I had a, a a sandy par out of a fairway bunker, and you disallowed it. I was just just 
I couldn't wrap but my I head around But I won anyway. We went to sudden death. I couldn't wrap my death. head around that one. <laughs> not sudden death, no. But and actually, it's kind of fun. So if you're looking for a game where maybe – so this is what, where I, this is what I ended up with is it's, it's not even a handicap because we're both – none of us are getting shots. None of us are getting points. But I started thinking, what happens if we play with one of our PGA Tour buddies? And what would the – we would have to get something. Because they're going to birdie the hell out of us, and they're going to outdrive us, depending on where. Our Good tea, Lord, depending on where our uh, our tee boxes are. Yeah, here's the thing that I like about this game too. You didn't play particularly well. No, I didn't. And you still just to be able to hit a couple good tee shots, mm-hmm. a couple good whatever. It, you know, you had a couple sandy pars. I mean, mm-hmm. those are the things that can keep you into a game even when you're not playing well. Yeah, this that's like it still if, kept me engaged. If it was score to score. I, yeah, that pretty been rough. handle, but right. But this kept it fun and it kept us going. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it was a fun game. And it's and it's really fun uh, now that Craig has got longer. Um, now it's it's yeah, going to be a challenge. It's getting be kind of fun. fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And the toughest thing, whoever hits first, is commentary. Oh yeah, because we all right. Is he going to be able to get that one? Got that one pretty good. A little low on the club face, but I think it's you're going to have to hit one to get it. And I think it's make, a good happy medium because there, yeah. there honestly, there are times I just don't want to keep score. I'm just not feeling it that day. I just yeah. want to go out and play, just have fun. Yeah. I'll remember the good shots, hopefully forget the bad ones, and sometimes I don't feel like grinding. I just yeah. want to play, and that's a, kind of a cool little game that just keeps you engaged enough. To the downside of it is probably why we didn't have any birdies. Yeah, well, we didn't we didn't grind on the putts, that's no. for sure. But some, one of them should have gone in. There's one hole that I think it's a fifteenth hole. You and I both hit awesome shots inside. We were inside 10 feet, mm-hmm. right up the hill, and neither of us came close. No. Neither of us came close. We said, ah, whatever. Let's go to the next hole <laughs> and see how I drive each other. <laughs> Anyways, we'll it's keep... fun, though. We're having a good time doing yeah, it. Yeah, it is good. All right, it is uh, 825 on the ticket. T-Box out at Crest Cars today. Don't forget, you got Crest Volvo over in Plano. you got Crest Infinity. you got Crest Cadillac. And... Uh, just ask for Darren. Ask for the T box smoking specials. Fifteen grand off an Escalade or fifteen grand off an Infinity QX eighty. There's five of each. That is amazing. And don't forget, you still got two ninety nine for. I mean, there's one a of Q50. them. There's one of them. You can. There's two of them you can have in the fifties. Wow. For a, one of those cars. Yeah, that's holy huge. Holy smokes. That's yeah, huge. Huge. Huge, yeah. as they say. All right, it's brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com, and you can get their Players Prime program. It's uh, You get discounted rounds of golf. You get free range balls, wherever you may be, unlimited. And you get a free crush burger. So check it out at ArcusGolf.com. All right, up next, we got a leaderboard. It's the Safeway Open. Some pretty good names there, but it seemed like the only person people were interested in was a broadcaster. And what happened when he allegedly when he hit into another group yesterday? Mm, interesting. Talk about that next on Ticket. Ticket, Saturday morning. You got the tee box. Rick and Craig out at Crest Cars today in um, Frisco. It's the one off 121 in the tollway. Got Cadillac and Infinity over here. 850, we'll get more into Tony Romo. And did he hold CBS hostage or was CBS pretty shrewd about letting him do this. We'll talk about that at 8.50. And something that somebody did allegedly to his golf ball on the golf course. Hey, now. Yeah. All right. I like that. I'm sure you saw this. I did not. This is brought to you by the greatness of PGA Tour Superstores. And uh, so the leaderboard looks like this. They're playing the Safeway Open, which surprisingly has a pretty good field. 
Um, I need to go back. I'll do the next break. I'll look and see what their strength of field was this week because they have some pretty good players. Got Bryson DeChambeau. He's leading by two. He has played 36 holes without a bogey, which I always find uh, pretty impressive. 68-64, he's leading by two over Nick Watney. Where has Nick Watney been? One thing I noticed about him yesterday when I was watching some highlights, he's not wearing Nike anymore. They probably dumped him. Well, Nike, yeah. man, I think if you ain't wearing Nike, if you ain't winning majors, you ain't being with Nike. Well, or if you're not just in the mix, if you're not on, if you're not prominently on a Sunday telecast, yeah, right, because uh, Tony Finau hasn't won a major and he's Nike up, so but yes, but he's a top fifteen, twenty player, yeah, yep. Uh, Dylan Fratelli, he's the South African. I had him on our, on our DraftKings. University of Texas. Yep, how about that? Won he's a national at, championship there. He's at nine under, as is Justin Thomas. Cameron Champ. Boy, where's he been? Good to see him back. Is he defending Champ? No, no he was at the uh, Sanderson. Who's it? Uh, Kevin Tway won this last yes, year, Yes, he right? did. Yeah. Yeah. Did you take him this week? Did not. He's not playing well. I think he's hurt. My new uh, golf crush is eight under par. Colin Morikawa. I, for some reason, this guy is just money. I don't think he's missed a cut yet on the PGA Tour. He was a rookie last year. He won. And uh, this guy is just solid. Okay. And my new golf crush mm-hmm. is at seven under. Robbie Shelton. Yep. This, this kid can play, man. He he didn't get through without having to go down to web.com, and he did. But he's an Alabama guy. He was on that national championship team with Justin Thomas and all mm-hmm. those guys, and he's good. And he, I think he, I know Scotty Scheffler finished it on top of the web.com last year, but Shelton was somewhere, one more, or did something. He was at the top as well. Guy can play. Francesco Malinari, he's at seven under par. I'm looking at guys that, okay, so Patrick Cantley, he's four under. He's a great player. But I'm looking at guys who missed the cut. Okay. So I'm looking at so the Kevin 12, Tway. So FYI, the 12 guys that had missed the cut at one under, mm-hmm. last year's rules, top 70 in ties, they would have made the cut. Well, all they do is they're just taking away a bloated Saturday because you yeah. have, still have to do well. Yeah. You, you know, But you'd still be alive. I mean, I, I look at the guy at one under, Emiliano Grillo. Mm-hmm. I bet he was on the cut line and made the cut a gazillion times last year. Oh. And now this time he's... On the other side. Hashtag display better. <laughs> Phil Mickelson missed the cut at even par. He played with uh, Steph Curry this week. He said Steph Curry was bombing some drives. When's the last time Mickelson had a good tournament? When he won the AT&T last year? A year ago. How about that? Or in February. i got to tell you, though, he looks good. He's definitely slimmed down. CBD. Could be. Could be. Uh, let's see. Okay, so here's what. We'll talk about Tony Romo in a little bit. He missed the cut, but we'll get more into him in a little bit. <clears throat> what I'm curious about is where's Jordan? Where's Jordan these days? Is he taking a sabbatical? I mean, a Michael? long-term sabbatical? No. Jordan Speed. Okay. If I were him, I would. I but mean, it, he's so talented, and he's got so much game, and his things are so good. I think he just needs to, to use one of Reiner's. Uh, terms get get his head right with ball, yeah. Or maybe just, a lobotomy. I don't think. I just think he needs a break. I, you know, I here's a kid at 23, he's winning winning golf tournaments, winning majors, winning three majors by the time he's 24, 
And the world's probably pulling on him all over the place and has been. And Under Armour's pulling on him and Titleist is pulling on him. AT&T. And AT&T's pulling on him and Trinity Grove Forest. Trinity Forest is pulling on him. And, you know, everybody's pulling on this guy. He's probably just like, you know what? I just got married. My wife's probably pulling on me. <laughs> Let me just I go hope. home. I'll go practice. I'll go play with my friends. I'll go play some grab-ass golf. I'll go work with Cameron on the things that haven't been working real well. I just think he's just recharging. So the question is, he's outside the. He's going to have to be a president's captain's pick. So Tiger's going to have to take him because he didn't qualify. Does he even want to play in the President's Cup? I mean, we haven't talked to him. I have no idea. So I can only base it on how I when I knew Jordan as a teenager, mm-hmm. and Jordan's a very extroverted human. Yep, he really, really is. I think to him, going to Presidents Cup is is a party with his friends. I mean, Justin Thomas will be there, and mm-hmm. Ricky was Ricky Fowler in. Mm. Have to look, but Thomas is in, and Ricky may be in, and he just I mean he'll he likes those guys. He actually gets along with Tiger now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he ever didn't get along with him, but um, so I I think. He definitely wants to go just because it'd be a nice little fun party for him. And representing your company, what 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 better thing can you do? Yeah, I guess. I just I wonder if if he's really wants to take time off. So the eight that are that are qualified, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Xander uh, Shoffley, Bryson. Yeah, Xander Shoffley his year. Yep. Justin Thomas, Matt Kuchar. Webb Simpson and Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley was a year older than him, but he played in a lot of events against Pat uh, Cantley. So yes, he wants to play. So you know what? As much as I follow golf, I have to admit, I'm not sure I could have picked five guys. If you did this blind, could you even could you mention every one of those guys? I would have. I'll tell one you. Eight? I'll tell you what I who I would have missed. I would have missed Kucher. I would have missed Simpson. Me too. I would have missed DeChambeau. I thought he played awful the end of the year last year. And I yeah, thought, he, had a good, he had a good start, though. But I, I would have gotten the rest of them, I think. Mm. Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Xander. I mean, and I'll tell you why I would have gotten Xander. As we were at Tour 18 yesterday, or, or Thursday, and I'm looking, you know, I have that fake leaderboard of the yeah. Masters. Uh-huh. And I forgot he tied for second at yeah. Augusta last, this year. I mean, it, Xander is a sneaky, sneaky stays up there. He's a, under the radar, just staying up there. He's a Brooks Kepka of majors without winning. Yeah. He's always top ten, yeah. it seems like. I'm looking at this uh the international team. Uh Hideki. Now that one I wouldn't have gotten. No, Louis Zustizen? I don't know. Abraham Answer? Yeah, he's played well and I remember when he made it because he's um you know, and he's a TJGT alum, so I watch right. him. Cameron Smith, who's on, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, he's been on the – He, had, I don't think he's got his card this year. If he does, he's very, very low because he's been on the alternate list and has gotten in at the last yeah. minute the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I, that kind of surprises me that he's on for sure. Adam Scott, yeah. Mark Leishman, definitely. Hatong Lee, yeah, he's had a pretty good – Pretty yeah. good international and uh, CT Pan. I wouldn't have guessed him. CT, let me tell you about CT Pan. When you know when Jordan was a was a junior golfer, and he'd get invited to a certain level of events bigger than my kid would, mm-hmm. but he'd come back and talk to to my son about guys who were playing. And you know, Maliana Grillo was that year, and Patrick Rogers, and and Justin Thomas, and Xander, and Ali Schneider Johns. He would always say, "Watch out for CT Pan. That guy's good." That's a guy I got to worry about. Yeah, he so, uh, hasn't hasn't performed like some of the rest of them, but they're still twenty, all twenty five and twenty six. 
So back back in the day, twenty five and twenty six, you weren't even you, you weren't even a, a thought. Mm-mm. Not until you hit thirty where you're gonna play your best golf. So you know what? It's a uh, it, it'll be down in uh, Australia, and that's at uh, Royal Melbourne, which I read and been told that is might might be a top five course in the world. Yeah. Everybody loves that. So one. what other Aussies can they invite on that team? He's got four picks mm-hmm. as well. Hmm. You don't want to you want a little bit of a home flavor, don't you? Jason Day? Yeah. Where's he been? Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that I'm not sure. Stevie Williams? He might caddy. Yeah, for somebody. Why not? Not for Jason Day. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't work out so well. <laughs> That's a guy. Okay, so I think Jason Day, outside of his, he has more injuries, it seems like, than, than Jordan does. Both those guys need a lobotomy. They both need some electroshocks, something just to snap them out of whatever funk they're in. Because they're both incredibly talented. Right, I'm going to give you my opinion on both. I think Jordan's chasing history. I think in Jordan's mind, I mean, he was this kind of a kid when I watched him. He's going to try to make win 18 majors. He's going to try to win 100 golf tournaments. He's going to – I think he's – in his mind, he's chasing history. Can he do it? I mean, the odds are against it. But I think he thinks every day, I, I, I'm going to do something great. I think Jason Day won his major and – Was number one for a while. Was number one for a while and is enjoying life. He, I, I think Jason Day, especially how he grew up – again, this is just me, my speculation. I think he, he checks the balance of his bank account every day. Sure he does. Man, that's pretty Yeah, I'm good. doing all right. How yeah. about that? That's a money might. I don't think Jordan looks at it once. I think he's worried more about what what his golf game is going to be next week. Yeah, and they both came from different areas because, because Jordan had success extremely quickly. I mean, he was just – By the way, I think I'm one of those – junkyard dogs that thinks about you know what I can win 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 all the time but I'm thinking that if I got up to that level of either of those at least for a little while I might be siding over on Jason Day's side you just got to have different mindset 10 million in the bank at 27 years old and you know you got endorsements that you know you've got a couple million coming in every year for the next four Mm -hmm. and just got you know, got married to a hot wife and got to my kids. And speaking about his wife, though, he she's the one that tried to kick him in the ass. Said, "Quit, quit DQing. You, you're not, you don't seem that much in pain. Get out there and play." Not DQ, WD. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, so even though you have you have this like uh, allegedly a perfect life and everything, there's always stuff. You don't know what's it. going on behind you. Yeah, those doors have a lot of yeah. mysteries behind them. So. Anyway, I, and, and yeah. Jason Day's looking at her and saying, "Don't be like Lucas Glover's wife. <laughs> don't you don't you start that." <laughs> By the way, uh, Lucas Glover had the same score as Tony Romo. Huh? How about that? They're both four over. Huh? How about that? In fact, let's get into that next because I find this very intriguing. It, it might have been genius on the sponsors' part. It might have been genius on CBS's part. But let's go through Tony Romo's round and. And what it all meant, and I'm looking at these odds that they were posted for him to win. I think they're ridiculously low. We'll talk about all that next, as this was sponsored by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. Go to tjgt.com if you want to get your kid involved in some competitive golf. It's a great place to start. You might even get yourself a little scholarship money. You never know, because those college coaches are scanning the leaderboards, looking for new new blood. So check it out at tjgt.com. All right, Tony Romo, next on Ticket. 
8.53. Saturday morning on the ticket. T-Box, Rick Arnett, Craig Rosengarten out here at Crest Cars today. It's in uh, Frisco, right on the north side of 121 and the tollway. They got smoking deals on the Cadillac and on the Infinity. And if you look for Darren and ask him, ask him for the T-Box special, and you're looking for either QX80 or an Escalade, I would do that today. Fifteen grand off? Seriously? That's almost free. Well, it's not. <laughs> but it's but it's fifteen grand you put you, back in your pocket. How about as that? As good a deal as you can ever find in the history of ever. Yep. This is brought to you by the City of Arlington and Texas Rangers. City uh I'm sorry, Tierra Verde, Lake Arlington. Those are the three courses in the City of Arlington, so check those out. Texas Rangers is stupendous. You really if you haven't played that yet, that's a bucket list right there. At 9:10, Craig and I are both dealing with something. We're taking care of our kid's dog. Uh, I have some stories. Me too. And I don't Sigh. know. I don't know if this is better, worse, or different than having grandkids because I don't have any yet. Me neither. But it, <laughs> I'm hoping it's not. I hope having grandkids is easier. But I'm not sure. We'll talk about that at 9:10. Uh, and uh, so right now. <clears throat> Tony Romo played in the Safeway Open. This is his fourth attempt at a PGA Tour event. He has not made a cut. Missed the cut yesterday. Um, But he only missed it by six, which, you know what? How many guys did he beat? He did beat more than one. He beat, in fact, let's go through them. And some guys, I told you that Lucas Glover had the same score. Kenzie Hughes, decent player. He was at four over. Colt Nost, five over. He's coming back for some for some wrist surgery. Bjornjon An, who's a tour winner, five over. Uh, JJ Spawn, pretty good player from the web.com or now the Corn Ferry. He's done okay on the PGA Tour. And Kevin Stadler, how does he still get in? <laughs> he was on that major medical list that I, I guess. did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Chris Stroud, Jordan McNeil, Ben Martin. So there's some guys down there. Jordan McNeil can play. Yeah. But he did okay. Now, the buzz was on Thursday, because Thursday he was playing very unamateur-like. He had one, two, three, four, five birdies, three bogeys, and I think more importantly, no others. No doubles, no triples. That's what's derailed him in the past. He'll hit a couple OB. He'll fluff a couple of chips. Right. He does what amateurs do. He's a plus one handicap, which sounds pretty stout. And for 95% of all golfers, 98%, that's pretty dang good. I'm going to go 99.5. Yeah. But these guys are in a different galaxy. Yeah. These guys are all pluses. And pluses, <coughs> I was um, four sevens. There's a course out in Phoenix. Escapes my mind right now what it's called, but a lot of these pros are members out there. Oh, Whispering... Whisper uh, Rock. Whisper Rock, uh-huh. And the rule there is if you play around the golf there, you got to post a score. Mm-hmm. We don't care who you are. Right. If you're Phil Mickelson, you post a score. If you're... if it, Whoever it is, Jeff Ogilvy, you post a score. And so when you look at their handicaps, mm-hmm. and I, I, what, this was a few years ago when I was back, I actually read it on the air. Those guys were at plus 6.5, mm-hmm. plus 6.8. The best one was Billy Mayfair was 6.9. Yeah. Plus 6.9. Was those legit? <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> a 
But it's it's a Just huge say. difference. It's a huge difference. And kudos to to Tony for making some birdies. Um, you think about it. If you're a ten handicap, which you're shooting in the low eighties, mm-hmm. if you're a ten handicap for the for against Billy Mayfair, you're getting almost a shot a hole. Yep. Yeah, remember these That's are two, the difference of those guys. And these are tour conditions. Tony plays out of Trinity Forest. Tony plays he play wherever the hell he wants. Yeah. But is anybody it, turning down Tony Romo to say I want to go play your course? Anybody say no? Hmm. Let's think. Would there be anybody be that exclusive? I'll bet you there's a couple. You know, Tigers never played Pine Valley said. Huh. About that. Now there's a guy that if you said uh you know somebody here? <laughs> you know, that that to me was befuddling. I never would have guessed that, unless he's never tried. Just for us alone, we brought up that Lake Kiowa had a golf course. Mm-hmm. That's North, it, right? Yeah. Kiowa. 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 Uh-huh. And that, we have three invites. Yes, we do. So if we got three invites, what's Tiger get? Well, okay, let's say you're a Pine Valley member. And you have the chance to play with Tiger. Who's turning that down? I'm in. Yes. Talk about a sweet member guest. <laughs> right? Yeah, y'all, y'all, you can come play with me, but you got to be my member guest partner. Yeah. I'd be all over that. Anyway, so the whole intrigue with Tony Romo was this was, du- this was held during the football season. He's the number one analyst on CBS's NFL coverage with Jim Nance. Mm-hmm. He asked them last year to do this, and they turned him down. Huh. This year, he's in a contract season. This is his last year of contract under CBS. And so I'm thinking he kind of held CBS for ransom a little bit. Would that have Now, CBS would have said no. Would Tony have held that against him? I don't know. My question is, I still don't know. We had talked about this last week. I still don't know where Tony would go. Maybe ESPN, I guess, but is well, he going to move the needle for ESPN because they don't get great other, games? I anymore. mean, the other side too is for like, Monday. I, I'm a little bit of a loyalty guy, and and I think Tony is too. They, CBS offered him the lead analyst spot mm-hmm. up front. Nobody else is going to offer him that. There's got to be a little loyalty. Is hey, look, you gave me that, you gave me that shot, and I can't imagine CBS being outbid by for him. Again, what what's Fox going to do with him? I think ESPN will probably go after him pretty hard. Yeah, but it's fix Monday Night Football. But if I'm, but, but broadcasters do not fix. No, if you have a crime, yes, right. So I say Tony's going to say, you know what? You give me. I think he's making three mil now. I think the rumors are maybe nine to ten million. He's looking at. I'm sure they pay it. It's the yeah. NFL. They're yeah. so flush with cash. I mean, it, it everybody. The CBS, what they get for broadcasting uh, the games, they're that's just a drop in the bucket to them. Hey, yeah, uh, so did you see what happened on the 16th hole? No, go ahead. So, Romo's playing on the 16th hole, mm-hmm. and he's standing in the fairway 278 yards out. Okay. Par 5. So, he decides to hit. And Geller, he's playing with uh, Michael Gellerman and Bo Hosler, and they both kind of hit their shots, mm-hmm. and they knew they were behind him, so... Interesting life he outdrove those guys. Yes. And Romo's stripe, as he as Gellerman says, the best three wood I've ever seen in like a month. <laughs> the best three wood I've ever seen on tour in like a month. Wow. Something I would say. Mm-hmm. Right. So the ball rolled onto the green and settled just past the pin. 
He was inside six feet for Eagle. Right. Yeah, that was five footer. So Dom Bozelli, Hank Leviota, and uh, Christopher Ventura mm-hmm. are on the green. Ventura's on the cut line. Uh-huh. He's got a two foot putt. Right. So he goes up, makes his putt, and allegedly turns to Romo's ball, mm-hmm. spits on it. Really? I didn't hear that. Interesting. And there's video. Okay. And it's very um, Go ahead subjective. And, uh, you should retweet that. And uh, so very, very subjective whether he did or did not. Um, and he denies it. He says, I did not deny it. I was looking for spike marks. The guy's got an eagle putt. I'm going to make sure he doesn't have any spike marks to go through. Really? Do you think other golfers do that? I'm thinking, is there a little bit of animosity towards the guys who are struggling to make it on tour that uh, Romo got a got a spot? I was going to ask this. Anybody that's a pro tour player, PGA tour player, European tour player, mm-hmm. any Latin America, is anybody rooting for him to make the cut? I'm saying hell no. Yeah. No. They don't want an outsider yeah. coming in that does this as a pastime, you know, a part-time job or right. whatever, and play better than them. That that's their. That's I retweeted because it, it 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 is. At Avid Golf like, ninety eight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like a hmm. There's a little bit deeper meaning to this than that. To, and when I read into it, it's like yeah, you know, these guys really happy he's there. Look, a guy like. Jordan, who's not worried about his tour card, not worried about his spot at all, doesn't right, care. Right, right. Yeah, come on, you know. Yeah, the fringes. But the fringes, Dominic Bozelli, Hank Lobiata, and Christopher Ventura, yeah, those guys are thinking, what the hell? Yeah, they're all head I could have, I could have been an alternate this week, and he could have taken my spot. So, yeah. If that's still the case. If if most if most sponsors use that exemption yes. for a celebrity or just add a – Outside of maybe, you know, maybe Mickelson, maybe Justin Thomas, uh, Bryson, I don't know. It's it's a decent field for this fall series, but it's not awesome. No. And so all the buzz was around Romo. Now, does Romo do this every year? Will, will he do it again next year? I mean, he's getting closer. As close as he's, so this is close his, as he's ever missed the cut. This is his third one this year, right? Fourth? Uh, he's been, played in four total. Third one this year, I believe. Yeah. Played the... Punta, whatever down in, <laughs> whatever the heck that one is down in uh, Mexico, and then he played in uh, our our event, not ours, not avid golfers. <laughs> I'll invite him. He's got an open invitation for yeah. a sponsor's exemption. Yeah. But he missed the cut by eleven or twelve in that one. So, but what's interesting is the first day he was he was like tied for twenty seventh. So he's beating, you know, everybody. Yeah, almost the whole field. Except for that, you know, it was just, it was incredible. And the fact he was keeping it together. But, as we've said a billion times, you are what your handicap is. And if you shoot lights out on the front nine, chances are you're going to come back. I'm going to write that down. You are what your handicap is. Yeah, because your handicap is, You like I said, you can have a really low opening nine. Typically, you're going to blow up on the back. Mm Mm-hmm. And so this is what happened to Tony. He had a he had a career front f- first day. He birdied the last two holes, which I thought was pretty pretty sweet. And the other thing that was big for him is he was a plus three in strokes gained putting. So there was that a, was huge. There was a a prominent what you were trying to say, which I'll say to 
hopefully a little bit more eloquently, but there was a um, a guy named Dennis Waitley. He was a uh, sports psychologist. Mm -hmm. Said, you will always wind up to play to your level of competency until you break through. Mm -hmm. So the point is, if you're a five handicap and you shoot 43 on the front, then you're going to shoot a 35 on the back to shoot your 78. Mm -hmm. But if you shoot a 35 on the front, you're going to find a way to shoot a 43 on the back. You're going to always reach that level of competency. Your expectations in your head are this, and that's what's going to happen until you break through. So you're right. But he he never shot a two under up until. He was never tied for 27th anywhere, even at at any point. So I was actually thinking that he was going to make it. I really did. When he woke up, when when we when I started watching yesterday afternoon, I was like, you know, he's going to make it. Mm. He's he's broken through his level of competency. He can be he can be good enough. He's probably practicing his ass off. I thought he was going to do it. I really, I mean, I wouldn't have bet money on it. I promise you, I wouldn't have bet money on it. What I couldn't find were the odds on him making the cut the second day. I couldn't find the over under. The first day, the over under was seventy eight. He beat that by good healthy margin, right? Mm-hmm. Shot a seventy, but on the second day he shot it. He wound up shooting a seventy-eight, and he birdied, he parsed the first two holes. I'm thinking, all right, he started on the back nine, and then he had a couple bogeys, but then he got a couple pars and a birdie, so he was doing okay. And then on the on the back nine, which was his front nine, good morning, Paloma. Um, that's where he just went on a bogey train. He had two birdies, uh, sandwiched around one, two, six, uh, six bogeys, but. I think he represented himself pretty well. The odds, what I found credible, I had asked people, so what do you think the odds were for Tony to not make the cut to win the tournament? Say, what is this? I don't know. It looks like some sort of thing. Looks gorgeous. All right, I have to take a food porn shot. Thank you so much. Um, So I'm thinking if I was going to lay odds, on Tony not making the cut. I'm talking about winning this tournament four days and talk about the if he was even close on the back nine on a Sunday. I know it sounds ludicrous. Mm. I would have said, I don't even know what the highest odds you can get. What's the highest odds you can get in a sporting event? All right, million to one. Why not? Have you seen it? No, I've never seen a million to one. If I was a if I was a bookie, which I'm not, but if I was, that you that anybody cares about. I, what was his odds at? 50,000. 50,000 I'd have made it a million to one because I would have found a bunch of idiots that would give me 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, and I It's can't. like winning the lottery, give you 10 bucks. I would have just taken it and I would have pocketed it. If somebody would have told me, hey, if you would have, if I'm going to Vegas tomorrow, you said, hey, put $10 on Romo to win, mm-hmm. I'd have stuck it right in my pocket. Yeah. So I'll cover it. Now, to be fair, if it was a match play, Match play things happen, right? Let's just say he Tony was just playing against one other pro, and it was match play. Mm-hmm. I'd say that fifty thousand dollar or fifty thousand to one might make sense because it could happen. Match play, there's been some crazy upsets, right? But when you're talking about every stroke counting over seventy two, beating holes, the hundred forty yeah, three best be, players yes. in the world at the time. Not happening. Yeah, so I didn't quite get that. Now, Not the happening. other question is, was CBS shrewd in allowing him to do it? Was he? Were they? Did did it matter that much to them that he was constantly in the spotlight and constantly there was controversy and if he if he makes the cut he can't 
he can't broadcast on Sunday, and they had Boomer Esiason filling in for him. And is that why CBS just went shrugged their shoulders, say hey, whatever, just patted him on the head, <laughs> do whatever you want? We got a private jet for you, which he took to uh, wherever they're playing this week, Minnesota. Like I said last week, all he does right now is play golf and study for one game. Mm-hmm. He's got plenty of time to pr- to prepare. Yeah. Could be. Anyway, it was interesting. It was a good sidelight. Um, you know, Steph Curry. Steph Curry probably could have gotten a sponsor exemption. And I, th- you know, what? I wonder if those two have ever played together. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You think Curry beats him more times often than not? Because he's a pretty good stick too. I, wonder, I don't know. Um, I don't well, know. When they I don't know play, Steph when Curry's play, When is. they play in Tahoe, Romo's way better. That is true. Yeah, he did win last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two times point. in a row, right? Good point. Uh, one t- one time, and it, I forget who won it last the year before that, but it doesn't matter. He's a, he's the reigning champion. So yeah, to that point, yeah, I guess he is better than Steph Curry in certain respects. All right, it is uh nine ten on the ticket. T box out at Crest Cars today. That was brought to you by Old American Golf Course because they are hosting the LPGA event next week. Volunteers of America. So check that out. Give them a call, Old American, and maybe grab some tickets. By the way, Tony Romo has won the last two years. Oh, nice. I, you good stand job. corrected. I am right. You are wrong. Okay. Very good. Uh-huh. I don't get to say that often. No, you don't. <laughs> so I'll let you savor that one. <laughs> All right. Up next, we've been good dads because we are dog-sitting for our kids. Mine is an extended visit. I don't know how long yours is. And I'm already, I'm already struggling. We'll talk Uh-oh. about why next on the ticket. All right, 919 on the ticket. T-Box out at Crest Cars today. Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac, Crest Volvo. All three awesome. Come in and ask for Dylan. Ask for the T-Box special. Especially if you're looking for a QX80 or an Escalade, and you will get $15,000. It's got to be a T-Box special, and you got to see Darren. Mm-hmm. So I said. Yes. Thanks for coming. By the way, I just got followed on Twitter uh-huh. by William Fontenot who's a family law divorces civil litigation. <laughs> you scare Oops. me, Holmes. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Unfollow me now. <laughs> <laughs> Homeboy knows something. Yeah, he's at Avid Golfer98. I'm at, at okay. Arnett. Oklahoma's in the house. Rick, you can follow us and uh, put together what we're eating. I posted what we were having for breakfast this morning from the lovely Paloma from the executive kitchen. At Crest Cars, man. Dot com. So, so good. Dot com. No Mike, no night Mike Brosen this morning, so that 15 grand might go to 16 grand off of an Escalade. Never know. Cat's away, I'd baby. I'd ask. 15 uh, grand, though, is crazy. That is good. Uh, the weather today. There's a slight chance of a p.m. shower. Didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't think we were seeing any rain for a long time, but if I can get this internet going... Uh, I don't ever trust your weather places, so I'm going to look myself. 93 tomorrow. It's going to be in the 90s all week, and I only see a hint of rain today. So perfect time to play golf. Yeah. So there you go. I don't know when we're going to start breaking the 80s, but... uh, Yeah, 20% chance of rain today. Mm -hmm. Good call, Rick. Yep. So we'll see. Rick is on his game today. I have about five different weather apps. Must be killer. You're much more you're much more engaged today than normal. I think it's killer. I barely woke up today too. Senior VP of programming is watching you right <laughs> next to you. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have much jurisdiction over us. No. 
Nobody does. Uh, 9.30, we'll talk about should we be worried no, about golf, golf ball quality because there have been some stories, and it was something that I never, ever would have been aware of. But first, this is brought to you by Bob Steak and Chop House on Lemon. The original. The original. Where the Bob only, is. The one and only. Where Bob is. Everything is original there. The owner, <laughs> the restaurant, everything. So check it out, Bob Steak and Chop House. Okay. So from time to time... Our kids go on vacation, they travel, and they don't want to uh, deal with kennels or anything like that, mostly because they're cheap, meaning our kids. I don't think it has anything to do with cheap. Mine does. Does it? Well, partly because he's gone, he and his wife are gone, my son is gone for three weeks. They went to Europe. See, I'm thinking they don't want to put their their dog in a kennel for three weeks. Could be. So it could be that. more than anything. So I said, you know what? Especially with no kids, that's their family member. That's true. I said, all right, I'll take it. I'll take They have two dogs. The The in-laws got the little cute dog, and I got the maniac. Yeah. It's another golden It's another golden doodle. I have a golden doodle. So my dog loves it because she's, sure. got, a, she's got a playmate. And I kind of like it because she's got a playmate. Otherwise, I have to be the sole entertainment. Right. And dogs, these dogs have so much energy that I just, it's like, okay. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I tried a couple different things. I know they have to go on their walks. If if our, you know how rich we would be huh? if our kids were just as happy as our dogs just going for walks, getting petted, and getting fed. Eating eating food out of a bag? Yes. You know how much, how much more money we would have in the bank? <clears throat> I was just looking the other day of what I spent on college and others because my I got a huge pay raise this past month. Yeah, everybody does when the kids. Both graduate. my kids got off my health insurance. Yeah, big time. And my car insurance. Uh huh. Not not car, but I know what you one mean. got car, but I know what you mean. Yeah, so you think it all add all that up? What they say one time it was two, almost three hundred thousand without college to raise a kid from infancy to eighteen. Yeah, something like that. I I'll think it's a, low. Be a wealthy man. I think it's low. Anyway, so I'm I'm trying different things. I'm trying to keep them in and engaged. And, and the other thing too, it's been hotter than hell outside. You know, it's just it's just muggy and crummy. And I like it. We'll be complaining about that about the coldness. Not me, pal. Months. Not me. So anyway, so I said, okay, I'm gonna I take him for a couple walks. Take walk in the morning. Take mm-hmm. him for a walk at night. Mm-hmm. And what I try to do first of all is take him separately. Why? Because they're nuts. So I'll tell you why in a second. So I take them. I can always hear one dog crying when I take the one out, then I bring it back, and then I take the other one out. Well, there's two things that's wrong with that. One is one feels left behind. Two, it takes me twice as long to do the same yeah. job. Take them both. All right. So well, this is where it gets dicey. So I try to be a very responsible, understanding neighbor. Dogs take craps. My dogs take craps. I'm talking plural. So I'm bringing these doggy bags with me and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Well, when you have two dogs, and let's say what happened the other day. So they're both ambling along, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a good walk. All of a sudden, cat shows up. Oh, no. <laughs> I've actually, I, actually I, I went ahead of the, I went ahead too quickly. Both dogs are starting to take a dump. And the cat shows up. Then the cat shows up. 
And all of a sudden, they crisscross. Well, I've lost my appetite up to now. So that's they good. crisscross, and I'm thinking, okay, it's kind of dark in the morning. Will the neighbors know it? You know, and I'm thinking, because this is going to be mayhem. They're, I, I mean, they're, and they're strong. I mean, they're like 80-pound dogs. Yeah. But, man, when they, they're, they're, they're all-wheel drive. Well, wait a minute. Do you not have choke collars on them? Chokes, no. I don't do chokes. I, what I should when do. When you're running them together, you should. It's wh- just, it is what it is. What I should do is get those muzzle harnesses because dogs don't like to be led by their nose. It's very sensitive. The problem is getting those on. Yeah. Choke so collar's easy. I might have to do that. But anyway. And so they'll I'm, learn. As soon as they get choked once, they're going to say, all right, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to walk. Yeah. With my owner. Maybe. So I, well, 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 they're trying to ch- well, I'm trying to hold back both dogs with one hand. So I have both, har- both uh, leashes on one hand as I'm trying to maybe pick up the, the crap. Dude. And I said, you know what? Maybe I'll just come back and do this. Yeah. And I said, nah, I wouldn't do that either. I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. So, so try and do that with one hand. So you got, you know, you do, you put yeah. the bag, hand inside the bag, and you pull it up. Well, I'm just trying to. Man, these dogs take some, you know, take some mountains. <laughs> so, so the so the cat is screaming, the dogs are barking. I'm trying to pick this thing up. One of the leash, my kid's dog's uh, collar gets wrestled off the dog. So now she's loose. Oh no. No, not more the choke chain. I know. I gotta remember that. I feel feel so. I don't know. I feel really mean doing that. It's not mean. It's not. Now is I it promise. choke? You talking about choke collar with the with the little spikes? Yeah, in it? it's not mean. Really, it makes, them, it makes them stop. That's all. Interesting. Yeah. So that's. I'm gonna say that yes, you had a little bit of a, a an issue. Oh yeah, and the other problem was because there was such mayhem going on, the neighbor came out. <laughs> so me thinking like maybe this one time I'll just leave it and it's biodegradable and all right yeah so my my son got a puppy okay and it's a the, we're rescue we're a rescue mm-hmm. dog family so it's a rescue dog and it looks like a bat with a body <laughs> it's this dog's got it almost looks like I mean it's the most ri- ridiculous looking dog cute it's, I mean cute to me because mm. it's my grand dog your grand pup <clears throat> but it's a puppy at six months old, and so they were going away twice. They had weekend jaunts, hmm. two weekends in a row. So it's sort of fine, we'll take them. So my wife and I had plans and whatever, so we left them in the house. Didn't find out until later. I'm looking at one of my one of my. St- I'm in a brand new house. I, I built a house a year and a half ago as as an empty nester. I was gonna, hmm. you know, one of my stairs was completely chewed. She just decided <laughs> to chew one of my stairs. Wrong with that's the problem with puppies. Up until so, two years old. Thursday we had people over for dinner. We never sit at our table to eat at, mm-hmm. our, at our dinner tables. We're at our table table, and I'm I'm across from my wife, and my wife gets this face of fear, shock, on her. It's like, <clears throat> what the hell? Well, we have three windows in the front by our mm-hmm. by our all three window sills are just chewed to hell. Whoa. This is a 30-pound puppy. Uh-huh. Chewed to hell. Uh-huh. So if you're a handyman... Don't do anything no. until she's gone. Exactly. Until she, no, wait until she's, she's about, about three. Yes. But in about a year and a half, if you're a handyman and know how to replace window sills, mm-hmm. call me. Yep. I did the same thing. When my dogs were going through that chewing stage, I actually put hot sauce, Tabasco, or even actually hotter on the places that they chewed. She licked it. 
It's like, no big deal. It's like, damn it. Was, and you laugh at, you know, I have a dog that's turning 13, and I, um, I feel like it's a young dog because I just put a dog down who was 19. Mm-hmm. So compared to the 19-year-old, right, right. Puppy. You know, it's, yeah. But she's finally engaged with the puppy now and mm-hmm. having a good time. She's struggling moving around right. with the puppy, but it, it keeping her young. Yeah, it's it's good for her to come over, but yes, it's a it's a it's a destroying my house. So I'll have to I she's caged at their house. I just need to bring the cage whenever she's there you caged. go. You gotta do that. Yeah. Because it is it's very defeating. Yes. It's like whether you whether you renovate, whether you build and you're all proud of it, and then in one fell swoop it's all ruined. But you're not going to get rid of the dog, so you nope. just take a chill pill, yep. literally, yep, and wait. So anyway, so I I, I got to figure out. Maybe I will get the choke collars today. They work. They uh, my wife could not could not even hold our 19 year old and our 13 year old dog for a walk unless she had choke collars on uh-huh. each of them. And then when she put choke collars on, she could walk them. Fine. Like they don't bleed or anything. It's no, like- dude. If I if I punch <laughs> you like that. You're gonna move your leg and not do not let me punch you like that anymore. If, if I if they push really hard and there's something that just kind of hits them in the collar, they're gonna stop doing it. But there's those little prongs, right? Spikes. Yeah. Interesting. It, it's fine. It's it's not gonna hurt them. It's All just right. gonna stop. It's gonna change their behavior. All right. I have another week and a half yeah, with you, this, you, so I I think I better do. Otherwise, you're not gonna get many walks. I mean, I would tell you wait till Monday when you see me again, and I'll, you can borrow mine because she's not over. I need two of them. I'm telling you, if you need to, I'm going to go buy two. Yeah, that's up. Get a sponsor. Have, you know. <laughs> Have a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> this, right. these, these choke chains brought to you by Petco. All right. Smart. Well, it'll be interesting to see what kind of tweets we get because usually dog lovers say, ah, you're you're hurting them, you're doing whatever. You're not. Maybe not. Add our net, Rick, at Avigolfer98. All right. It is 931 on the ticket. T-Box out at Crest Cars today. That was brought to you by the greatness of Elite Golf. They have uh, Irving Golf Club. And they have Whitestone, and they have Southern Oaks. So check it out, EliteGolf.com. <laughs> All right, up next, should we be worried about the quality of our golf balls? We'll talk about that next. Hey, 937 on the ticket. T-Box, one more segment at Crest Cars before we mix with Country Force or Cartel Force or whatever they want to be called. By the way, P1 Sharon tweeted me and said, Shock collars will change your life. Shock collars? Shock collars. My son has one. He, he didn't bring it for me. But you just have different levels of shock you can use, and you just pop them, just zap them. says they have uh, tones and levels of shock that are very easy to train your dogs. We live in uh, part-time in Colorado since we were retired. It's amazing. We never even have to use them now. They don't chase anything. They listen. Yeah, I'm not shocking my dogs. I'll, I'll do a choke collar, but I'm not shocking my dogs. Well, you know, they have those shock fences, too, if you want to keep, you know, those invisible yes. fences. So, yeah. you know, all it is is it's it's learning once you – and you don't have to put it on to, you know, 11. <laughs> and it's one of the dogs that just – it's like <laughs> one of those cartoons where they just – That was a, a funny story with my dad. Um, about 10 years ago, I bought a, a taser. I didn't want to have a gun in the house, but I kind of wanted something, so I mm. bought one of those tasers right, right. when you could. Right. And he comes over one day, so I show it to him and goes, well, you used it? I said, no. I said, how do you know it works? I said, I don't. Mm-hmm. He goes, let's use it on one of the dogs. Like, Dad, <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> He's like, what? I'll say one thing about tasers. That seems to be the the comedy bit 
Yes. Uh, you know, it like funny watching or whatever. Yes. Watch people just all of a sudden they just start <laughs> tremoring everywhere. It takes, is kind of funny. Takes an extra dose for one of these big guys. <laughs> all right. So every time I go into my golf bag and bring out a new sleeve of balls, I look at it, wow, that's brand new. I put a couple marks on it so I know it's mine, blah, blah, blah. And it always feels like I get a little Christmas present every time I put up a new sleeve. <laughs> unless funny. I'm unless I'm not playing well, and it's because that's the reason I have to bring out new, yeah. you know, new sleeve. One thing I've never ever ever thought about are any of these golf balls being defective. Have you? No, I'm not, I'm not good enough. Maybe unless I see a, like a smudge or something like that on the on the signature, you know, on the on the brand, but I never see that either. Yeah, I don't see anything. So. Lately, Callaway had issues. So my golf spy is like I mean, he's the self-proclaimed golf tester, and he's got a pretty good following. Right. <clears throat> so he uh, cut open a Callaway, a Chrome Soft, and found. I mean the the center of this ball was so far off. I wonder what it looked like when it was hit in the air. It almost looked like it would be one of those oblong woo 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 right. woo, you know. But I don't think it was. But it got everybody all up in, up in arms, and Callaway said, "You know what? We try to, you know, we make our, we make the golf balls, so we'll add some more quality control. We'll throw fifty mil into it and make sure that things, these things are right. So good for them. They made a quick, a quick re- recovery, or at least they didn't, they didn't let it bleed out or just close their eyes to it because that's the worst. Last week, Costco." decided to offer refunds on all their golf balls. Now, I find this kind of curious because if you've ever been to Costco, they're almost like the Nordstrom's of warehouses. You can bring back just about anything that they sell, no questions asked, and they'll refund you. Mm-hmm. We had a we had our passbooks mm-hmm. in Costco last <laughs> year, and they held our money for a, a gazillion times because if somebody wanted to bring back the, the passbook, mm-hmm. they just give it, and we have to cover it. Right. And I said, look, what if they take out some of the certificates? They said, doesn't matter if they take it back. We got, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, we're not going to be in Costco this year then, because that's just deceptive. That's a that's a, a dishonest. You're helping a dishonest person at that point. Right. Yeah, I would agree. So, <clears throat> so they've uh, about two years ago, my golf spy came out with a test, and because. Kirk, uh, Costco came out with their Kirkland brand golf ball. Yeah. Now, their theory, Costco's theory is whenever you see a Kirkland brand in their store, that's their house brand, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be as good as anything else they sell in that segment, mm-hmm. which I find interesting. But that's actually good. I always thought generic was, you know, once, once, once your kids start paying for their own stuff, they don't mind generic <laughs> as much as when right. pop, mom and pop are paying for it. So the Kirkland ball, all of a sudden, start getting all these great uh, reviews that they were as good as the Pro V1. And they were selling them for $15 a dozen. Yeah. And they couldn't keep them in the stores. And everybody went crazy. And But lately, uh, my golf spy did another run, did a, and they started seeing these golf. They came up with a different four-piece ball. Mm-hmm. I guess it was, they, either the cover was thinner or it was something weird. But all of a sudden, you start seeing these big cuts in them. And they weren't lasting very long. And the other one I saw was they were starting to see dents in the ball. Have you ever seen a dent in a golf ball? A balata. Yeah, balata, yeah. Everything you see in a balata, right? It was like in a sponge. But so that raised a bunch of questions. And 
but to Costco's credit, just like uh, Callaway, they re- they were refunding everything. Now the question is, he, they don't even think they're going to resell them anymore. I think they're done. <clears throat> did you know? I did not know this. Did you know that the original Kirklands were tailor-made overruns? Mm-hmm. I did not know they and were tailor-made. It wasn't their TP either. It was no. one, one ball lower. Yeah. So the whole idea of it being as good of a Pro V1 yeah. it was not. It was clearly not. But it also made me wonder, though, how different are golf balls? I still have that skepticism. Yeah. I mean, I, I as I've played more golf this summer than I have in a long time, and I've, I'm watching, for me, I don't see very much difference off the tee. Mm-hmm. Like these pros can say they can see a difference. I could see it at the spin rate and the way the ball acted off of my wedge. Funny you mention that because I was reading an article the other day about Tiger and how he, when he gets fitted for a ball, so we went to Bridgestone, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you think he starts? Got to be on the wedge or the putter. Yep, goes from the green back. Yeah. The last thing he tested for is, is drives. And his whole bit is uh, when he's hitting full shots is he's got to see a certain window. When he, you know, when he hits the ball and he looks up at the sky, that ball better be in that window or it's not the right trajectory for him. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> yeah, he does the same thing. He starts off with chips, then pitches, then, you know, full wedges, then goes back and hits mid-irons and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Strixon is the official golf ball of avid golfer. Uh-huh. I love the Strixon ball. So I use ball. that Z-Star. And yeah, that Z-Star. That. And here's the thing. You, I think, you know the difference between a Q and a Z, though? They're both premiums, right? Yeah, the Z-Star will, um, is more of a – It's a yes, I know the difference. I don't want to get technical here. But, yes, this Z-Star will spin more for you if you want it to spin. Okay. Um, the Q-Star will, will not spin as much. It's still a good ball. It's so, like an X or, look, or no. They're a little soft, soft field ball that, that uh, they charge 20 bucks a dozen for. Mm-hmm. That's a decent golf ball. Sure. You and I played with that when we were out with Ed Lore trying to make a home one. Right, right. And the ball, but you could see it. We were hitting wedges. You could see it. Whenever we used that soft field, it would hit, and it would roll a little bit forward. Yeah. If we went and hit a Titleist or, or, the, or the other bigger switch on it, when we brought a couple sleeves out, it would hit and either stop or pull back a little bit. That's the difference. It's just it's very, very slight when it gets to that point. It's, they're not top flights or pinnacles. They're, they're still decent balls. But I can even see the difference now for me personally. Off the tee, if I have um, – TaylorMade's our official ball, the Texas Junior Golf Tour, so we use those TP5s. Uh-huh. If I have a TP5 and I have a Srixon and I hit them off the tee, I can't tell you a hill of difference. Right. Or the Pro V1, we have some Pro V1s, not a hill of difference. But if I'm sitting on a – if I've got a 15-yard chip, mm-hmm. I can tell the difference. Really? Yes. I can. I, it's the first time in my life I can, but now I can. Hmm. Interesting. And I can't tell a difference on a putt. Because I remember it used to be so you never talked bad. You never talked about the ball is always the green, like bent grass was the only thing you wanted to play on. Yes, I still am terrible putting on bent on Bermuda grass, but <laughs> there, I, I have like three golf courses I can play on if I want to play bent. So, mm-hmm. so I'm playing this afternoon at Craig Ranch. Thank the Lord. I don't mind it <laughs> if, if if Bermuda greens are rolled and they're verticut. They're just as fast. I have no problem with them at all. Plus, they last longer and less upkeep. Anyway, I uh, thought it was interesting that uh, is this going to filter down at all, or does anybody even care when they cares when they bring out a new sleeve of balls and it's and I guess there's that happy medium. There's some people like uh, you know they they would rather have the premium ball no matter what it costs, even if they're losing them. And other people just give me the rocks. I don't care. I, 
there was a time I got I was blessed to go play. Oh, it was with you. We went and did the little media thing and played Shadow Creek. Uh-huh. And as we're going by the little ponds, we're asking the caddy, um, what, what do you think they are? Well, they're all Pro V1s. He goes, it's the only thing we even even sell in our shop because nobody else wants to buy anything else. You're out here. Mm-hmm. I said, what about the 20 handicappers? Pro V1s. Doesn't matter. That's all they want to play. Is well, those. it must be wallet capacity too, right? Mm-hmm. All right. It is uh, 947 on the ticket. T-Box out of Crest Cars for one more segment. We'll mix with Country Cartel. No, Ty's not here. Cartel Ty is here. Force. Cartel Force. Oh, Eli's. Eli's not here? No. Your own employee. Yeah. Where the hell's he? I don't know. Why don't no, you, you tell your us. own company. He wor- knew, was working he, yesterday. I knew where he is. I knew is where he, he is, yeah. Get married? Uh, <clears throat> we'll talk about that next on the table. <laughs> Press cars. Mike Rosen and his staff. Excellent eats, excellent deals. You can still see Darren and say T-Box, and you can get $15,000 off a QX80, which is an Infinity, their big one, and the Escalade, the Cadillac, the Baller. Fifteen grand off. Mm-hmm. There's five of each. It's zero miles on all of them. There you go. But see Darren. And don't forget uh, Crest Volvo because they have the very popular XC series, the 40, the 60, and the 90, and they have the new uh, sedan, the S, uh, the S60. So check it out. And the S90. So check it out at Crest Volvo over in Plano. All right, next week we'll be at uh, Classic BMW the first of every month. I want to thank Killer out here Engineering. Nice job as always, my friend. Um, back at the station, Jay King and Samuel Hale for doing tickers. So uh, without further ado, let's bring on Country Cartel. It's actually oh, Cartel Force today. Yeah, Cartel Force. We'll we, go with that. With, when Ty's here, we keep the Force in there because he's our Star Wars guy. Now, if, he, or if Ty's out... Then we take out the force and add in the cartel. Too much information. <laughs> oh, you just thought you should know. Okay, so can I ask a question to the group? Absolutely. Always. So uh, can you turn them up a little bit there, Kill? Come After on, Kill. Uh, just, you just gave them a compliment, sorry. and now we're too low. <laughs> so I know Ty does the post-game shows for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rick used to be a baseball player. Mm-hmm. And so I'm... I've lost my passion for baseball since the last lockout. I was, and the fact that I was an Orioles fan, diehard Orioles fan, <laughs> Graham, and Good they're all so that. bad. And they've been so bad for 15 years now, I've lost my passion for the game. But I'm listening last week to where Mike Miner made a guy drop a fly so he could pop go up. pop up so he could try, strike out 200 batters. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't make him. I think it was more being he encouraged egg, him. Uh, well, he didn't encourage him. The, his teammates who were wanting him to get that 200 strikeout, Mike Miner, as the ball went up, Guzman was going for it, and it's by all accounts the guys in the in the uh, dugout were egging him on to let it go so he could try to get that final strikeout. So it's not so much on Miner as it is the other guys. Okay, so I was t- I was under the impression it was Miner telling him to do that. No, no, no. It oh. was it was the other guys. Okay. He wasn't mad about it, I'll tell you. Now, no, he was, no, he he was cool with it because yeah, he ended up getting that that strikeout, but but okay. he here's was quick the, to say here's he was the part here. that nobody talks about. The very next pitch he strikes out the batter, right? 
It might have been the worst it was the strike wall. three call in the history of ever. That really? Oh my god! <laughs> that it was horrible. That was as horrible as the as dro- purposely dropping the <laughs> That's public. Funny. Yeah, the, the, the umpire just said whatever. Well, just get the hell out of here. You guys aren't playing oh, for anything. Yeah. That yeah. umpire that was on there uh, the, at home plate that day was C.B. Buckner, and he is one of the worst. And that's saying something for major league umpires. Yeah, who's that other guy that's typically the worst? You've got Angel Hernandez. He's that's horrible. C.B. Buckner's right there. Job when everybody universally thinks you suck. It's the union, man. I'm still on the air 14 years. Uh, we're I've, not in the union, though. I've never heard somebody say, that's a really good umpire. Let's just put it that way. It's always like, he is the worst. We just need to get rid of them. Put robots in there, right? I, I thought I, I thought Ed Hockley was pretty good. 2019. Can't we make that happen? Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, the the problem with umpires is that we do know them, and they they have decided that a lot of them have decided that you're there to see them. Joe West, mm-hmm. yep. Angel Hernandez, that you know because they're so demonstrative, and then they want to bow up to guys when they're questioned, and it's yeah, it's pretty out of whack. Give me robot umpires. Hey, hoes got to eat too. Yeah, hoes do have so, to eat too. Do I? I agree with the robot um, calling balls and strikes. Everything else, I don't care because they got replay anyway. But balls and strikes, they're you. They don't have replay for balls and strikes. Weren't they t- testing that out in the like the Atlantic League? The Atlantic League. Wonder how that's going. I I'll bet it's going pretty well. I've heard it, that it, it, that it's yeah. I think uh, the reports are thumbs up on that. You just got to get the uh, the umpire's ego out of the way. Oh yeah, that's exactly what baseball needs—something to slow down the game. Wouldn't a slow more. it down. Wouldn't slow it down. So, so what happens? You know, you have the box. Yeah. Okay. So there'll be up guy upstairs, and when a pitch goes inside that box or hits the corner outside, it'll he'll know it instantaneously, and he'll just go. He'll just pipe down to the umpire ball. Yeah. They Strike. wear they wear earpiece. Yeah. And I think the computer actually just sent it ball. Strike. What's happening? Ball. Yeah. And Perfect. then it, that's a called third strike. Because we talked about <laughs> you beat this. beat me to it. We drop talk, third strike. We talked about this. Oh, that drop third they, strike. They actually have what they would call a perfectly called game in baseball. What Ooh. they consider, like the umpire. Now, perfect is all relative because he might be able to miss. He gets X amount of missed calls in his ball and strike sequence for the game. So there have been less of those than there, than there have been perfect games. Huh. Here's the crazy thing. When they do have that, when one umpire does get deemed to be calling a perfect game, it's never for both teams. One team, for some reason, gets the perfect calls and the other one doesn't. Well, yeah, one team's got to lose. And the <laughs> team that saying, loses, isn't gonna, they're going to find something wrong perfect, with that game. But if you're going to be perfect, why would, why would that matter which think, team is Yeah, you think you'd it? balanced, yeah. Yeah, so I'm all for balls and strikes, and it wouldn't slow down the game, and it would keep – Everything copacetic because oh, see, I thought you meant they would challenge people would challenge. So like if if I was I was batting your pitching and it was a ball and you called strike, I would uh, I would I would challenge it. You would challenge a robot. Oh, you didn't say. You said replay on on balls and strikes. They're doing replay on balls. And they strikes. don't. Okay. I, I misunderstood. Thanks for, thanks for coming. I misunderstood. I'm sorry. No, we don't need replay for balls and strikes. No, no that, that would be that would slow horrendous. it down tremendously. Yeah. Now the but thing that, the thing that, that that frustrates me about it is is that the fact that we have each umpire like when you're in the pregame if you're listening to it on the radio and Eric Nadell they all have like their scouting report for umpires well he calls yep. it a little more in you should just call what it is and I, yes. I I hate that that they have to go into a game a team has to say okay well we know Joe West will call this this and this why doesn't he just call what it is why don't we if we have the technology to call it right 
let's use that technology instead of saying we've got tendencies for each umpire. That's stupid. Because the umpires have too much power. Yes. Which I don't know how they got that, quite honestly. I don't know how that union got so powerful. So somebody just texted me and said that Miner said in an interview that he told he told That's what I thought. to drop it. I Okay, maybe he now, did. He might not have yelled it like the other guys were doing, but... Yeah, he he so even admitted that. So that's sorry, right? But anything that we point. can be there excited a, about at this one, point in the year, I will take it. Who's I don't that one care. guy in the NBA who came over and he, and he and he got up an inbound ball and he threw it up against the backboard and caught it because he was one away from a triple double and a rebound. Who was that? But but that's it was sorry they they disallowed it and they should be disallowed. He should be at one hundred ninety nine strikeouts. Yeah, if you manipulate manipulate stuff like that, it yeah. is kind of yeah it's goes against the grain of what you expect, you know. It's okay, a, so Tyson, so you're Mr. Baseball. I don't know about that. Do you think he got a pop, a bonus for 200 strikeouts? Uh, I don't I don't think possibly. there is an incentive like that in his contract. I mean, Why yeah. Why would there be? Those guys, those guys will put anything in there. Yeah. The agents put stuff in there. Ones are absolutely reachable, and other ones are, are crazy. They're stupid. Yeah, I, I don't understand when when uh, A Rod was was making twenty five million a year or whatever it was, and he got a bonus for winning MVP. I think you got shouldn't 70, you be MVP? He got seventy five grand to get in the All Star game. Yes, it's like seriously, <laughs> you're paying you the most of anybody. You shouldn't get a dime extra unless your team goes to the World Series. Yeah, and I know a lot of people were like, "Well, what's the big deal?" Okay, two hundred strikeouts. Well, for a pitcher like that, that's. It might not set a major league record if you're getting just your two under strikeout, but for a singular pitcher, that's a pretty big deal to reach the 200 innings threshold and a 200 strikeout. 300 strikeouts was the big number. Well, it is, but it's all relative. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's kind of rare air when you talk about guys. I mean, like Garrett Cole Cole got it, got it, and you know that's you're not you're not going to get that many guys reaching that mark. But for you know personal. You know, standpoint. I could see why Mike Miner. That's something that, you know, he's he's fought back. He's had to deal with some injuries, and now all of a sudden he's a two hundred inning, two hundred strikeout guy. That's that's a feather in his cap. Yeah, and I I'll bet I'm gonna say in the next, hmm, I'm gonna be optimistic. I'm gonna say in the next five years you'll see robot balls and strikes. At the very least, I think you'll get like where they wear like the Google Glass where you've got something, you know, like the th- the little where you'll see things, you'll have like a, a display that yeah. kind of shows you and, and tells you what's happening so you can react to that. But see, if There's- we do that, then the Russians can hack it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they can control Major League Baseball, Eesh. which is Here's the last the thing, thing we need. Here's the worst thing. When a viewer can see on his TV, his or TV screen that a ball is, is mm-hmm. a pitch is a ball or a strike, and the umpire calls it, the other way, that it just it just demeans the credibility of the game. I wonder, just from that, I've thought about. I wonder how much that the umpires' union bitched about that technology, allowing that out there to show people, pitch by pitch, how much they fail. You know, I mean, With I bet the you, box. yeah, when they when they saw that, I bet you they flipped, oh, saying, time. "Oh, no, 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 we can't have that. We can't let the public see how many times we fail in a game." That's all. I mean, we can't do that. No, no, no. And I'm sure they fought it tooth and nail. Oh, 100%. Well, the other thing that's kind of interesting, too, is whenever I see a, a ball player or a pitcher bitch about a ball and strike, they're usually right. Yeah. They know. They do. They've been they, doing I, it long enough. Gonna, yeah. It's kind of interesting. By the way, do, are you Kansas State, Ty? Uh, Kansas. I'm a Kansas State fan. 
my my brother went there, so I oh. glommed on because of that. Because my brother, my brother, my I my college was too small to have a team. Right. They wouldn't let him into Kansas State. You gonna watch the game of Killer today? Big OSU fan. Nah. No, we don't talk today. Killer yeah. likes OSU. We're enemies. Yeah, he's, he's OSU. He's got a hat, shirt, probably underwear. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're enemies today. Thong. Yuck. <laughs> oh, God. Yuck. That image in my time. head is not Gross. good. I don't need that. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right, boys, give me one segment to listen to. Uh, we're going to talk about why the Cowboys are going to go to 4-0 and this weekend. How about that? Super Bowl! Hey, Craig thinks the Saints are going to blow them out. Whoa. There you go. All right. I don't like that. Hot on the ticket. Sports opinion. Uh, Craig's asleep now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. We'll see you boys later. Love Bye. you. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 1310 at 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station.